Hello and welcome to today's Heartlift with Janelle. Welcome back. We are in a bonus episode of Questions and Answers with author Jennifer Dukes Lee. We're talking about journaling. If you missed it, go back and check out part one, where Jennifer and I are talking about her new book, Stuff I'd Only Tell God, a guided journal of courageous honesty, obsessive truth-telling, and beautifully ruthless self-discovery. Jennifer wrote this book so that we would have a space in which to be gut-level honest with God. She calls it your own little confession booth. I love that. Growing up Catholic, I know that booth very well. She writes, what would you say if you were completely honest with yourself and with God? Well, it's time to find out. So go back, listen to part one. It's rich and filled with such great conversation about the power of journaling. And what more perfect time than right now? We are spending season 12 in a summer of slowing down, a summer of exploration of new rhythms, of finding a new pace in our life and exploring spiritual disciplines, and practices that will invite us into a more contemplative life, a life where those practices we tend to avoid, stillness, silence, and solitude, are becoming more friendly to us. We're understanding them more. And understanding brings a certain level of ease. We're like, okay, maybe they weren't what we thought they were, the stillness, silence, and solitude thing. But I'm so grateful for our guest, Jennifer Dukesley, who is helping us understand the value and the vitality of putting our thoughts, our deepest thoughts, our scary thoughts, on to paper. In another great book on spiritual disciplines, Adele Alberg Calhoun writes this about journaling. The ongoing nature of a journal catalogs the journey of a soul into God. It reveals how we hammer out our identity as a Christ follower through the ups and downs of daily routines as well as in times of crisis. There's no right way to journal. You don't need to journal every day or even every week. There is a rhythm that you will find. Find that rhythm of journaling that suits your phase and stage of life. If writing isn't your thing, then make a journal of photos or drawings or articles. I do that too. Assign key words or thoughts or themes to those entries. If you don't write well, remember that you don't need to write beautifully or even use complete sentences. Journaling is a way for you to be with God and your thoughts, not an exercise in language arts. I love that. Tell the truth to God and yourself as best you can. Review what you write on a regular basis. Boy, do I do that. I really do. I go back and go, wow, I don't even remember that happening, or I don't remember saying that or writing that. As you do this, you will begin to recognize recurring life themes, desires, frustrations, and patterns of interaction. These insights become matters for dialogue with God. Okay, heartlifters. Here we go. Just a fun question and answer time with Jennifer Dukes Lee, author of Stuff I'd Only Tell God. Enjoy. 
Sometimes the story we tell ourselves is not really true. Sometimes the story others tell about us is not really true. Here on today's Heart Lift with Janelle, we are going to learn how to rewrite our story. So pick up your favorite pen and journal, grab a cup of something delicious, and start your heartlifting journey towards living a meaningful life. So I want to end, I don't want to end, with some fun questions that maybe you and I can just ask back and forth or whatever. That's a great idea. Yes. What is one of the most important promises you ever kept, Jennifer? Well, one of the most important promises I have ever kept was um, to do everything in my power to let my dad stay home when he was dying last year. Oh, no. Wow. I did not expect you to say that. And he um, really did not want to go into a nursing home. And mom didn't want him to go into a nursing home. And there is nothing wrong with anybody listening right now who has made the decision to move their parent into a nursing home. But I had the time and the ability and the distance to be able to help with my parents so that dad was able to be in the home. I mean, he, he died in the bedroom there. He went to heaven in that moment when we were in the room. And so that feels like a, mm-hmm. I, I was glad I got to keep it. If I couldn't have kept it, I wouldn't have beat myself self up over it because mm-hmm. it really wasn't in the end, my promise to keep, I could only do so much. God is in the midst of these things, but yeah. um, I, that's something I would definitely say I feel really good about. I love that. I love that you said that because I think, especially your children are now young adults, college age, minor, all in their 30s. And I feel like one thing that I've learned the last couple of years is that I cannot say things that I know I can't promise things that I may not be able to answer. Like, I'll always be there for you. I may not always be able to be there for you, but there that's been one of my adult parenting awakenings, I guess, just making, like you said, a promise that I'll let dad stay home. Well, that's a beautiful promise, but maybe there would have been a point where that would have been impossible for you to keep. And then maybe God would have instructed something different, you know, because we do, we parent under his tutelage and his direction. I think of Isaac walking up Isaac up the mountain to put him on the altar. You know, Abraham would never have ever expected that he would have had to do that. So I just think this is a little aside, but I think it's a a beautiful aside in our conversation today that that is even something that you can work out in your journal. Like, wow, I thought I would be able to promise my children that I will always be there for them. But some situation comes up where God actually says, I want you to move away from that because they need to grow closer to me. And then that gets, you know, it's like, does that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are things that there's just some promises that we, that we make that we have to be, you know, be careful about how, what we make and what we think is within our power and lift all of these things, our vows and our promises up to God. What is your will with this? But if this is your will, 
give yeah. me and my, you know, and my siblings in, in the case of dad, um, the power to do this for my parents and, yeah. and, and he provided. And so we thank him for that. And, um, but also hold these things quite loosely. Yes. And quite loosely handing them over. That's right. Into our father's more capable hands. I love that. Okay. If you could ask God one question, what would it be right now today? Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's always around suffering related to the the innocent, the most innocent oh. people. Um, and I get that we live in a broken world. I get that bad things happen to good people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's hard for me to wrap around suffering that involves little people. Little children. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I can't sure. like, I, 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 my theology, I mean, I know the, the reality of my theology, but yeah, I know it, here. it is I, difficult for me to wrap my mind around that. And so that's definitely a question that I have for God. How about you? How would you answer it? Oh, you're such a reporter, you. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I'm not prepared for you turning the tables on me today. Well, you can always oh. edit this out, right? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I like being stunned. It's a rare occasion. Woo, if I could ask God one question, what would it be? Mm. Why do my children all live so far away from me? <laughs> oh. oh, I think I'm going to be where you are. Where are they? How far are they from you? My oldest lives in South America in, in oh, Uruguay yeah. and is moving to Belgium with her husband and my first granddaughter, first grandchild. And my twin daughter lives in St. Louis and my twin son lives in Kansas with my second granddaughter baby boy. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, that's just off the top of my head, but yeah. It is like, I mean, yeah, that's do all they we got, not right? like me. Do they not want to be around me? <laughs> oh, they're just so secure. They flew the nest. And that's what everyone's like. They're just secure. You did a good job. <laughs> they're not near me. I think it's just really hard. I did not ever expect. Yeah. And I have journaled this, you know, I don't understand, but I guess you do. Yeah. But I wanted to do life with my children. And we're, you know, my son will say, we're doing life. I'm like, no, you are not bounding through my door for a lunch, for a sandwich, you know, and I'm not bounding through yours to see little Isaac today, you know. So, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's be funny. What is the weirdest (laughs) thing in your purse, wallet, or go-to bag? (laughs) Okay. Oh, so I, I I am the worst person to ask this question because I keep my bags you, you're impeccably. You're tidy. Yes. I, I do. And so then I have nothing weird in there. I have something kind of cool in there, though. Okay, that I'll mention. we can go with that. Um, so we were given, after my dad died, we were given these coins and it had like a walleye on one side that was engraved on there because he loved walleye fishing. And then on the other side was was his name is his name. And it's just like when I reach down what? in my purse and it'll touch that. It's just like a cool reminder oh, of dad. It was such a remembrance stone. Gift. Oh. Yeah, it is like a remembrance stone. What so is it's not necessarily fishing, well, it's kind of weird, but it's mostly oh. just memorable. What is a wally fishing? What's wally? A walleye. A walleye. A walleye. And so that is a kind of fish. And dad and I and my siblings loved to go bass or walleye fishing okay. with dad. Is that yes. like territorial or geographical to certain areas? You know, or um, I've never heard of it. Certainly. Um, you know what? I think you're right. So I, I do think like Washington, I, know, I might be wrong. Sorry, Washington people. Hey, I'm I have this find wrong. Out. I think maybe this Washington is... and Oregon. But definitely where we walleye fished was Canada at Lake of the Woods and northern Minnesota. Beautiful. 
That sounds mm-hmm. perfect. My whole maternal side's from Wisconsin. They probably do know that. Oh, they'll as well. know. Yeah. They'll, they, they have would. walleye there too, I'm sure. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Last question. This is fun. Ooh, what would you buy if money wasn't an object? Oh, oh I, I know. Oh, I'm going to, so you get, you know, your answer to this one. Uh-huh. Okay. Well then we're going to have to do that too. So I bet I know yours oh, and it's what? like, I, if I were to <laughs> guess yours, I think it's trips <laughs> to South America. A house in each place. Dance. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Not just trips. A house, a house on water with oh, a beautiful front smart. porch. Okay. So then what I'm going to get then is like um, tickets to come stay at your house. Cause yes. I think we would just have a great fun together. <laughs> we would have so much fun and we'll just write and we'll journal, we'll journal. and we'll, I'll bring all thousands of my markers and stickers. I mean, I have a heart <laughs> journal. And so that is where I paste like stuff from trips. It's like a scrapbook, but it's a mini oh, scrapbook cool. and I'll write beautiful things that I remember from the trip so that it's just a little bit. Now you can even get those on photo book, like in photo books and you can write in the photo book and that's even a little bit easier, but I love stickers and putting, you know, things I get from, uh, you know, where I visit. And so, yes, we will do that. And I'll bring all of my stuff and we'll have (laughs) a great journaling experience. Thank you so much. For bringing your light and your radiance and your wisdom to us and your questions. You're good. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. I love it. This is such a blast. Thanks yes. for having me. I love it too. And I just think this would be such a great, uh, beautiful book to begin and practice during the summer. So we're going to kick off with that. And so Heartlifters, you have to get stuff. I'd only tell God by Miss Jennifer Dukes Lee. I know that you've learned so much today, and I'm hoping that a Jeopardy question will uh, have, be about walleye fish. Did I say it there right? we go? Then they would, they would get that right. Walleye. I'll, yes, I'll get it right. I'll be like, that's a walleye fish. I'll be like, <laughs> what? Okay. Many blessings. Many blessings. <laughs> and hopefully, I will see you one day in one of my houses on my beautiful front porch. I can just imagine it. Sounds great. I can really imagine it, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and resources, please join the Stronger Everyday online community at JanelleRairden.com. Always remember, you, my friend, have value, worth, and dignity.